Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week we watched season three, episode one of Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back. It was just Ryan and I this week, so please do follow Ryan on Twitter at Qdoba Gooding Jr. and check out his website at ryanmasoncomedy.net. It should have all his dates and uh, information about his shows on there. You can also follow us on Twitter at TO underscore pod and on Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Please make sure to download, subscribe, and rate our show wherever you get your podcasts. It's really, really helpful for us. And you can check out my blog at uh, Ryan's website, ryanmasoncomedy.net, the Welcome to Reality blog. So now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Reality. My name is Ryan Mason and I'm joined here as always by my beautiful wife, mm-hmm. Nicole Torpy Mason. <laughs> yep. Hello. Um, we had a little time off over the holidays yeah. and we recorded an episode, but yes. we found out that some of the audio had some issues with it. So we decided to, instead of releasing an episode that might be annoying to listen to, um, we're just going to power yeah, through. Because and of Gary. Because of Gary, yeah. our good friend, Gary Zajikowski, who's been on the, the show before. No, I just want to say that he watched an episode of Blow Deck very quickly. Yes. He came here. He was a delight. We had a great conversation and the audio didn't work. So that yeah. is my bad. Is there any snippets of it you can put at the end of this to, even, do you think? I mean. You want me to just give the highlights? My highlights are Gary, uh, you know telling us about like depressing things and also feeling like uplifted by the show below deck. Yeah. You know, the problem is that like I would have edited around it, but the problem was it was his mic that was right. messed up. So it, it like truly it was just us talking and then it would have been like silence and it just, un- yeah, it's, it, it was unfortunate that it was his mic. So we decided that that's not an episode we're going <laughs> to listen to. And instead Nicole and I watched a yeah. premiere of a, a new show. Not new. It's been on before. This has been on before. Okay. So this show is called. (laughs) But it was the premiere for this season. 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Yeah. um, Which sounds really extreme. It's Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back. Yes. Yes. Gordon Ramsay's. Is that what it's. Is that the full title? Mm -hmm. Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell hell and Back. Yeah. That is a bad title. (laughs) Well. So basically, this is Kitchen Nightmares, right? Like, right. So they, they've done 24 Hours to Hell and I'm going to say this, too. Before. Kitchen Nightmares. Love it. Good title. That's a good title. Oh, oh you like that title. It's short. Explains what it is. Yes. Right. So but, 24 Hours. Great. That's a... Yeah? Yep. You know, it's a shortened version of that. That was the title of a show. 24. 24. <laughs> Better very, title. Very different show, though. Very different show. Yeah, See? Yeah. Confusing. Mm-hmm. So you need more qualifiers. 24 Hours. To Hell and Back. To hell. And then back. And also back. (laughs) Well, I think the idea is that um, Gordon Ramsay goes into a nightmare scenario. Right. So to hell. So like kitchen nightmare. Of a kitchen. And then he swings around and brings them back. Yes. I I get it. I get what the scenario is. Um, For those of you who've never Mm -hmm. listened to the show before, our show is about introducing reality 
TV to individuals mm-hmm. from the comedy scene. Generally, where I'm from, I live in the Midwest, and mostly we're dealing with comedians who have uh, traveled throughout the Midwest or come through the Midwest or reside close to where we live, except for Martin Hen, who lives in Austin, Texas, who yeah. hung out with us and watched a little bit of Alaskan Bush people. Shout out to Martin. Yeah. Shout out. I think Marty's still watching. He's still watching, I bet. I bet he's like keeping up. He's, he's like, what's Bird up to? Marty's Oh, hooked. speaking of, I saw a promo. It's on tonight. So we, it, I don't know, but I saw a promo and it seems as if Bear might have gotten a second storage container. Oh, so, I thought you were saying a second woman pregnant. No. I was like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Did he get the woman pregnant in the storage container? Uh, unclear. I don't know. The other thing I would I say assume. about Bear from Alaskan Bush people is like, if you found out that he named his kid storage container yeah you know how people are like this is our son brooklyn you know he was conceived in brooklyn if he was like this is my kid storage container now i've heard you say that at least twice about the brooklyn thing and i can only assume that you're a huge posh spice fan right right isn't that the thing yeah yeah Yeah. right like brooklyn Brooklyn paris like these are the types of names that people do that i want to see bear do that yeah i mean it I'm going to be honest. I don't know that he no, had much time. No, I'm being like, this is my son, laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much time Bear actually spends in the storage container. But I did see a promo and he seems to be... <laughs> Probably re- too much. <laughs> he seems to be decorating in there i think yeah. he has like a he duct taped an american flag to yeah. the wall or yeah. a pirate flag it's probably like a don't tread on me flag right? yeah like for sure but he, but doesn't, only he doesn't know what it means yeah though. he doesn't know what it means <laughs> it has a snake on it <laughs> yeah that's probably what he thinks um so this week we watched 24 hours to hell and back yep. gordon ramsay 24 hours mm-hmm. to hell and back yep. um which is a cooking show which i love kind cooking of. shows so i was like okay i'm in on this i have seen kitchen nightmares and i've seen yeah. i've se- you've made me watch british versions of um gordon ramsay's K- shows K- well there's a british version of kitchen nightmares it's called yes. kitchen nightmares and uh, th- <laughs> and they're like objectively better in my opinion oh, the I, british yeah, ones because he's more like soft-handed with the mm-hmm, british people mm-hmm. he's like more he's like I don't want to say he's more respectful to them, but I feel like um, Gordon Ramsay in his brain is like, you can say whatever you want to an American person. <laughs> like, they can take it. I, I think that that's the way he thinks I think about it's, it. I think it's actually the viewership. I think that um, I'm not I'm not saying that British people are more polite than we are because they just ran a woman out of their country. Shout out to Meghan Markle. Moving back to the... <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about their former uh, prime minister. <laughs> Oh yeah, well that's it. But no, the I'm Iron not, Lady. I'm not going to say that they're more um, polite than us because they're not. Um, but they they just like their reality TV is a little different. Like I just don't think I think that there's a there's a um, like a subtlety to the to the to the meanness that Gordon Ramsay is in on the British show, whereas like sure. Americans just want him to yell like you donkey. Oh, you like, think they're it. like dumbing it down for us and yeah. like for British people they can be like. This porridge is too mm-hmm. medium. And they're like, oh, yeah. too much nutmeg. And everybody's yeah. like, yeah. oh, her nana killed herself. Yeah, like yeah. that kind of thing. Um, now, I've made you watch a lot of Gordon Ramsay because, full disclosure, I have a weird, like, obsessive crush on Gordon Ramsay. I don't think it's weird. I think this is a person that women pat themselves on the back for saying what? they're attracted to. Yeah, I've never totally. heard a single woman this besides is me like say the, that Gordon This Ramsay is like is the Peter Dinklage... Gordon Ramsay, like, <laughs> can you believe I'm so cool? No, I, I find don't, them I've attractive. Never, and never, it's like, duh. I've never heard a single person 
say they think Gordon Ramsay is attractive, but I will say that I um But you've seen a few dink heads out there. Sure, sure. Yeah, why not? And I, I just I think I like You're wrong. I There's like, plenty of women. Sure. You're not on Twitter enough. I like a bully. I like a bully. Sure. Um I like a man who is confident enough to get his hair plugs in and just just Okay, so far go. describing the president of the United States. No! Keep go on. No, he doesn't. There's a lot That's of similarities between the two, plugs. though. No, don't do that. Don't like if somebody don't told you that they were this. related, they kind of look alike. No, they don't. Some, yeah, they Stop do. It. Like they both have that sort of like orangish blonde hair, yes. rough face, Is like kind of reddish skin. Yes, yes. Brutish says anything that comes to their mind. Very forward. No, because Gordon Ramsay knows when to when to when to get. Soft, hair plugs you know he knows when to get soft yeah he's not he's not combing over he's not he's not feathering straight up like straight up hair. yeah okay i just said that to make nicole I mad very i don't upsetting. actually think it's that. Very upsetting. Uh, um and we should say like while you are a full-on gordon ramsay stand yeah. like i will i will say and if you've listened to this show before you know that like guy fieri is my yeah. number mm-hmm. one reality show person he is my North Star. Okay, if I was going to say, like, who do I enjoy watching or who do I like? I like Guy Fieri. And this show made me think, like, Guy Fieri. I'm so, like, this. I felt validated watching I'm ready this. to fight about this because um, Gordon Ramsay is, like, a Michelin-starred chef. And uh, Guy Fieri is a Michelin man yeah. of food no i mean but guy, he's not like trying he doesn't no, need some there, fancy french thing there's, to tell him he's good there's space for both of them um but where like, is that <laughs> what do you mean like on the earth well like not in an elevator or something but like there's space for both of them in the world like you can like my, both yes like my liking oh i'll of... just i will disagree with that even <laughs> Like you are either there are two sides of a coin. You are either Team Fury or you are Team Gordon Ramsay. Stand up and be counted. I don't want to pick though because they're they're too different. Now, do you like Guy Fury though? I like Guy Fury's uh, like the like Triple D. I like that. Okay. Do I like when he pretends to be a good chef? No, I do not. Oh. He's a host, not a chef. He's a great host. He's though. a great host. Yes. He's a mediocre chef. Um, so, okay. I never claimed that he was a great chef. That's all I'm saying. So are you saying that you, do you think I think that Gordon Ramsay is a good chef? Ask me if I, I think Gordon think Ramsay is a good chef. I don't think you do. And I'm saying that he is. Um, so here's what I think. I'm about. saying he dumbs it down for you. Here's, oh, wow. This is just like the, what was the episode where, who were we talking about? Where I was like, I don't actually think that person's talented. Oh, Lexi from, uh, the fingernails Yeah, you're show. wrong about that. She is talented. Okay. And you're on Water under the bridge. Wrong. That's a different episode. But like, <laughs> here's what I think about Gordon Ramsay and Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay was probably a better chef or like, is, but like go ahead. cook than, uh, Guy Fieri, mm-hmm. but at this point, they're kind of the same thing. No. What I'm saying is that, and I would go so far as to say that Guy Fieri has moved towards like if you watch his internet videos and stuff where yeah. he is cooking, he does more cooking than okay. Gordon Ramsay. What does I'm now. saying to you is that as a Gordon Ramsay, stand, and he has cooler pinky rings. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. What I'm saying to you as a Gordon Ramsay fan, and I don't know why it's become Gordon Ramsay or Sky Fury, because it doesn't have to be. Again, there is space for both of them. No, in this I think world. it is that. But what I'm saying is, you're either Dubby or you're David. <laughs> <laughs> if if you 
th- that the American version of Gordon Ramsay is probably on par with Guy Fieri. But if you watch his British shows, there's a lot more Guy cooking. Fieri's. No. <laughs> Could you imagine if he was yeah. just like, what if he was on like Lord's? We're of- in Canterbury and we're rolling out. <laughs> we're eating like- all the blood sausage we can handle. <laughs> what if Guy Fieri hosted Lords and Ladles? I would love like, it. That would be the best. I would watch it. It would be so good. Here's the thing. Guy Fieri could do Gordon Ramsay's job and probably be more likable, if not like just all around better Ryan, at the job. There and is Gordon Ramsay could not do Guy Fieri's job. This is like that thing where like when when, when he, people act like only one woman can be like a, like a sports announcer or whatever. At the same like time. we can have it all. You know no, what I'm we saying? Can't. We can have multiple women's perspectives in sports and we can have multiple weird bleached blonde men in, in in cooking. First of all, how dare you? Uh, like, there is only one Doris Burke. Uh, I will say that. Shout out to of Doris course. Burke. Like, yes, of course. The like, greatest I mean, sideline reporter than, yeah. in any sport. And just calling games she's great at. But Yeah, I agree, I, actually. I kind of agree with you because I think that Gordon Ramsay provides something that's really entertaining. Um, he's great at the, like, chewing people out. And Guy Fieri doesn't really do that. In fact, when he was on shows, like, um, Worst cooks in america or um when he was a judge on uh food network star and stuff like that yeah, yeah. Um, from which he came he mm-hmm. wasn't very good at it because his biggest his, thing well his, brand his is whole shtick is just to like people yeah. yeah yeah and like i which i love everybody love everybody he's very I, jackie moon yes you and know I, what I, mean? I don't know who jackie moon is jackie moon is the um will ferrell character from uh that basketball oh yes movie. Yeah, yeah 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 sure yeah Duh. Everybody love everybody. Like that's no, his. That's his I, motto. I agree, and but, um, like I've made you watch some of Gordon Ramsay's shows from from Britain that that were on the like BBC America. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's the one where he's in prison and he's like so likable and he's like teaching. He's teaching. Remember, I made you watch at least one episode that he went into a prison and he was uh, teaching uh, men in prison how to cook with the like end that they would that would be a trade that they could have when they left prison and they could right. and, yeah that was amazing and it was like a really likable show and then there's like uh there was a british show where he went to india and guy fury would have done it better go on <laughs> <laughs> just look all i'm saying is we watched the like, one where man, guy- i like guy he has exactly the style of jeans and sunglasses that I will wear when I am out of, like, the first day I am out of prison. Okay, now, this is an important question for you and, and for us as a couple. Um, we're married. We are. As a couple. As of this episode of this <laughs> This is how. Podcast. This is how, actually, we got married. We just argued about Guy Fieri, yeah. and then we said, I do. Um, no, so if, like, if you... I know your answer. I walked on the aisle to that. <laughs> like the triple D yeah, theme song. Yeah, I love it. Um, I just want to bring the Sandwich King into this conversation. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Morrow. Now, I love Jeff, Jeff Morrow. Jeff Morrow. But I think that Jeff Morrow is more on the level, Morrow, is more on the level of like Guy Fieri. He's like, like your sleeper Guy Fieri. Yeah, he, I love him. But he's more your sleeper Bobby Flay, if anything. Ooh. He... He, yeah, you're right. Like yeah. here's the thing, Jeff Morrow thinks he's Bobby Flay, but he's really Guy Fieri, <laughs> and he hates it. Ooh. Like that's more what it is. Yeah, he's not I think... mean enough to be like a Bobby Flay or a, a Gordon Ramsay. 
no he's super nice um but like he's good for like like he hosts the kitchen is that what it's called yeah that show i watch on the weekends the kitchen yeah um but like yeah like he definitely like cozies up to jeffrey zakarian yes because he's an iron chef as opposed to like sunny who's just like another she's a good cook too but like yeah i'm just saying like he wants to be like the iron chef like like good cook host but like it's okay just be the sandwich king you know I love. I, I, I love guess Jeff there's too much information there. I don't know <laughs> if people actually know who Jeff Morrow is. Shout out to you. Um, let's talk a little bit about yeah. um, Gordon Ramsay, 24 Hours okay. to Hell and Back. Okay. <laughs> um, the show is essentially what we said: Kitchen Nightmares. They are in. They're on. So they're on location, yeah. and they are. The the episode opens with this new feature to Kitchen Nightmares, which is a truck that's towing a training facility or its own kitchen like he's bringing a kitchen to another kitchen which is already too complicated to understand the whole the whole thing is basically that it's kitchen nightmares only kitchen nightmares they used to stay for like a week right and teach them and whatever and this is 24 hours they go in they flip a restaurant in 24 hours essentially Mm -hmm. to to be a better restaurant which is unrealistic i guess like you know in some ways right i mean it's like what that um other british guy what's his name robert irvine oh, yeah did on his show yeah, yeah what yeah. i restaurant like impossible restaurant impossible yeah. what i like about this show is that they haven't lied about their service to the queen <laughs> <laughs> and i also will say that um one of the things they strip out of this show yeah. which is a great job by Fox that they recognized was that the demoing of the restaurant and the part of those shows where they're like, we've got a budget of $35 and we got to make tables out of surfboards. Yeah. We don't care. Boring and doesn't matter because they always will try it. This is probably the, one of the problems I have with queer eye is that like the fab five should be the fab three. Like they, like you you could trim out Bobby Burke out of there. Oh no! I, I would know he keep Bobby Burke. T- he Here's doesn't... you want to hear the hottest take. Well, well, I'm not Anthony. a Jonathan Van Ness guy. <sighs> wow, 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 wow! I think he's a great personality, Ryan, but like but he, he just is, he, he just no, cuts their hair. <laughs> but he is the most important because that's like that that's the transformation. Like him and Tan are the transformation of the human. Right. This is probably no, too much I'll information. You, I shouldn't no. have told a white woman that you, I don't no, like Jonathan that was Van Ness. Out of first of all, how dare you? Like you're you're throwing. Uh, Give me Gordon Bobby Ramsey Burke the... and Guy Fieri and get those guys in a fucking no, Camaro. Bobby, Bobby Burke does a lot of. Is that his name, Bobby Burke? Is yeah, I word? think it okay. is. Yeah, he does a lot of work. Shout out to Delta get... Burke and uh, <laughs> Brooke Burke. They're all related. <laughs> no, he. Okay, hold on. We have never done Queer Eye because it's just like a show that like I binge. It's too as, universal. Yeah, accepted. and it's like, and it's just like it's a show that I binge as soon as it's on. I love it. I cry every episode. Like, there's literally nothing I could say, but like, it was lovely. But. And then I sit there and watch and it and go, what, they, they put a hat they're, on? Yeah, they're like, you're like, oh, they cut his beard? Who cares? But. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, t- like, Tan and JVN, are, they, they are the show. And Bobby Burke is, too. He just doesn't get a lot of screen time. But he. Oh, the man can sand a table. He just. Uh, yeah. Come to my house. I mean, no, Jesus. No, I think you could do Queer Eye with. Karamo doesn't need to be there all day. <laughs> Look at us both of us being like, <laughs> not even saying it, but like, Karamo doesn't need to be there. <laughs> Guy looks great in a Dodgers hat. He's got a wonderful personality. I just don't know what he's doing. His beard is tight. 
It is, yes. It is. He seems lovely. I want to hang out with him. I don't. But at the same time, no. I'm not sure what he does. He Real world alum, though. Yeah. Is he officially like the most? No. No. We've talked about this before. I mean, The Miz is probably the most successful real world alum. But I mean, technically that whatever that guy's name is that we hate. Um, who's like a representative in Wisconsin. Oh, no, I don't think so. But I think like Karam was up there, right? No, no Sean, he's up there. Whatever. Sean Duffy. Yeah. Sean Duffy. Yeah. No, I don't think he would be considered the most Campos. successful. He's a he's a Karamo? No, Sean Duffy. Oh yeah. No, I'm saying Karamo and like the Miz are probably the most successful. Yeah, for sure. Sean Duffy is like a, a representative in a super small section, rural section of we don't a, have to like, bring this up. Weird state like Wisconsin. Okay. Um so they're in Virginia. The episode opens with Gordon Ramsay looking as though he's driving a truck okay I want to and talk immediately about i'm like he is not driving a truck but we watched another episode of his show that is on um either national geographic or something which yeah, i really that was liked. a great show that's really right. like I that. heard about that one, and yeah. he was in uh hawaii on uh, a very famous road I, uh, the name escapes me it's like that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i forget what the it's called. long and winding yeah, road i think yeah. is what it's called and um mm-hmm. the show like talks about behind the scenes how like he really loved driving on it and he's a big fan of driving so like maybe he's just like a, a racing fan or maybe he's like yeah. Lamont or like those sorts of races where you're through time. Um, not just yeah. not just like track racing. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe he's driving this truck. But immediately as you're watching it, you're like, he's not driving this truck. I don't think he he is. keeps looking at straight forward as though it is a truck, but it looks like he's reading off a script is what it looks like to me. This is super unimportant, but if you were watching the episode when it comes on, watch it again and see if like you do you think he's reading something? Do you think he's driving a truck, or do you think he's just like acting as though he's driving a truck? I don't think he's driving. If he's acting as though he's driving a truck, that's super pretentious, and it's uh, a sort of that is why I don't like Gordon Ramsay. Okay, but here's what I would say: who doesn't pretend to drive? Yes, he does pretend to drive. Guy Fieri. He does pretend. Guy Fieri's not pretend. He's actually driving. This is probably this is. Truly, whether or not he's driving is probably an insurance issue, like with the with the show. And yeah. I know, like you love when I bring this shit up because it's like the most boring stuff. No, on the planet. but they could get that cleared. But, well, how I could know. they get it cleared for National Geographic, but not get it cleared on Fox? They have to have more money. But that's just it. They don't. They don't want to pay for that. It's you, Virginia. I mean, the, like the other the show was in any, Hawaii. But the point is, anything that you allow your person to do, you have to insure them for so it's like fox isn't gonna pay for that shit oh whatever i don't know i disagree with that um so we need two brothers their names are dubby um, and david um dubby uh wait you missed like the most important part of the show the most important part of the show is gordon ramsay fake driving a truck as far as i'm concerned no 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 the most important part of the show is Gordon Ramsay dressed as an old man in a scooter. That comes later. We meet the family first. <laughs> oh, do we meet them yes. first? So okay. we meet Dubby and we meet David first. Sort what do you of... think Dubby is related for, or like short for? What do you think? Something W. Um, like Oh, like maybe he's a yeah. junior or something? Or like WB, uh, WBBM. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago Talk Radio. Chicago Talk Radio. <laughs> Shout out to my dad. Loves it. He loves it. Oh man, he's listening to that. He is not listening he to this podcast. He has never listened to this podcast. He doesn't even know what a podcast is, probably. But, but he has listened to BBM for the last every day oh, for every the last day. Uh, forty-five years. Oh, and years. you know what? Ask him what the trivia was for the day. And he'll tell <laughs> Ask you. him what the weather was, because <laughs> he's gonna hear it on the ones and twos. Um, <sighs> anyway, so this place, this place has been open since nineteen thirty-eight. Yes, uh, which. 
I, whenever I hear that, I'm like, oh, there must be something to this restaurant that makes it special. It's in a small town where people are old and they don't know where else to go. Yes. And it seems to me that that is the case. Like, this is a place where there aren't many other options. Now, I want to... And a lot of the people there are very old, which leads me to believe that maybe there's, like, a casino or some other draw that's nearby. They are in Virginia, so there's possible, like, um, riverboat casinos and stuff like that I want to push back on that because you're... You, your mom... My mother. My son... We'll call her mother. We'll call her mother. Mother and my son make me go to a restaurant that is basically this place. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it absolutely. Every time I go to the place, I'm like, we are basically in a before version of Kitchen Nightmares. Like, it's just like old booths. Right. Garbage food. We can say what it's called. It's called Ma Fisher's (laughs) and it's a uh, kind of a diner. It's a place that Guy Fieri would show up. Guy Fieri would love this place. Um, Liver and onions they serve. Yes. It's all old My mother always orders liver and onions. Our son demanded demanded to go here for his birthday because it's the restaurant he's the most familiar with. And he gets pancakes when he goes there. He loves it. And he got, you know what, though, I will say. So I raised one son right because he is a Guy Fieri type of kid. And uh, shout out to former uh, guest on our podcast, Dana Airman, because she posted (laughs) and she agrees with you because she posted on Twitter that they received a B from the health code (laughs) inspectors. I've never even seen anyone put up a B. I know you have to put the letter in the window. And I'm pretty sure when we went there the other day, when our son's birthday, like they had a B in the window and my mother walked by it like, but that's the thing, my mom. Eyesight, not she great. was like passing. Yeah, that's passing. Yeah, but I will say that the B um, is for best they food de- in town. They, they, <laughs> they definitely do have those like fun diner. Like um, I remember growing up and going to these places too, um, where it's like, and now I think about it, it's like these are all places that could be on like on shows like this. But it's like they had those like um, like the uh, cakes and pies and stuff that are like right. all real shiny on top. And I'll, God damn it, if our son didn't just chow down on one of those pies now, with, like, are you the saying shiny... you can't eat something that's shiny i've never done it because they look like they've been there for a thousand years oh yeah and, like probably. we grew up going to a place called family square restaurant in bolingbrook illinois shout out but it was the same thing it was very similar to to ma fisher's where it had like the you know like the shiny pies and stuff and right and, but we never i never ate one because it's shiny okay Fair enough. And weird. Uh, anyway. That's just like food can be shiny. Um, we meet David and Dubby. Um, David is the back of house. Dubby is the front of house. Dubby seems sort of like really sad and overmatched. David seems like he has a bad goatee. Um, and <laughs> he looks like a 12-stepper. And we find out later that he is, which is kind of like, okay. Um, it's a part of his him. story and good for him. Um, but also it like... I think the part that Gordon Ramsay kind of glossed over is like, that doesn't make you a good restaurateur. They, t- they talk about, they, they didn't touch that on that. It doesn't make you a bad one either. It doesn't. It was, it was just like kind of interesting. We also meet Pam and Arlene, which were kind of like the really nice part about the story. I want to talk about Two this. people that Guy Fieri would have fucking made his best friends. Yeah. I want to talk about didn't, this. They seemed, didn't seem too close to, to Gordon Ramsay. Not a lot of scenes with Pam and Arlene. Pam and Arlene are the waitresses, and they are approximately 65 years old. And I, I want to talk about this because... Because they're like the heart and soul of the restaurant. Well, every time, every kitchen nightmare, every 24 hours to hell and back, every bar rescue, all of these type of shows, shows up, and there's like a woman who is like 58 years old, and she's right. like, I've worked here for 40 years, I haven't been paid in 15. And you're like, what are you doing here? 
just wants to get out of her house. Like, what's happening? Go get that medical coding degree. <laughs> I, I just, I don't under, like, I have worked as a, as a server. It sucks. Some people are great at it. I was not. Um, I've worked as a host in many places. But I was like, good at the it, minute, oddly. The, a host I was great at. I'm I good at charming people, but I'm bad at remembering things. So yes. like, um, so I loved being a host. I was great at being a host. It was great. But like being a server was not for me. But my point is, if if at any point, it's a hard job. It's not right. easy. So I shouldn't it, say I'm bad at remembering things. I'm bad at like some small detail stuff. Point is, if at any point I wasn't getting paid for doing that yeah, job. Yeah, you would have heard about it. I would have been... So good. You've been calling BBM. I've been calling right BBM. I'd be like, I'd be like, news. I'm Hello, not news. getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also meet Debbie and David's mother, Sharon. Um, she yes. sort of indicates that the restaurant is like a big part of their lives and a big part of like not just the boys' upbringing, but like their heritage sort of thing. And then she's like, yes. also, we've sunk all of our life savings into it, hundreds of thousands of dollars, which doesn't sound like a lot in terms of like a restaurant but in terms of like these people's financial well, situation I'm, I'm that's a ton of money it's also a ton of money to me and you like a, that's oh that's yeah incredible. but i'm guessing they're paying their employees out of pocket that's what i kind of thought yeah. out of that it also made me think because we meet um the uh the father later that he was sort of not in the picture for a number of reasons it was kind of a mystery he kind of floats in and out of the episode yeah um when he is talking he's kind of he he seemed like maybe he they took him out of like a home to come in to this place that he had built and established with his father um in this institution which is fine there's nothing wrong with that um but they they feature the mom and the mom seemed to (laughs) the mom seemed to like kind of not want anything to do with it, the whole situation in some ways but yeah. she was nice enough to be on but you know what it's it, just, and he it was, seemed as if they'd been like running this place to the ground for like the last like right. 10 years and she probably was just like i'm just i can't i can't right so the first thing that they do she probably and, showed up to see gordon ramsay because you know because he's hot is that what you're saying <laughs> well he's a, i don't know because he lo- i thought you were saying because he looks like donald trump <laughs> And she's an old white woman. She's like, now when my glasses aren't on, but is that the fella that's always yelling and he's on an escalator? I think I voted for him. Um, Anyway, let's come back uh, and we'll talk about uh, somebody else who is an older person. Uh, in this episode, uh, is we'll, it Gordon Ramsay wearing it's old Gordon face? It's Gordon Ramsay wearing old face makeup. Um, we'll be right back on Welcome to Reality. Welcome back on Welcome to Reality. I'm Ryan Mason, and I'm joined here by my uh, lovely wife. Yeah. I was gonna say that my average aged wife. <laughs> which didn't make any sense because we're about to talk about Gordon Ramsay in oh, old face I makeup. See, I see. Um, I put a microphone in a microphone stand for Nicole, so it's the first time she's ever talked into a yeah. microphone stand, probably. Well, he was—you were giving me a lot of uh, tips about how to hold a microphone, but I have—I have carpal tunnel, so it's hard for it's me. We're trying to help her out. <laughs> this actually works pretty good. So, yeah, it's fine. Um, we're talking about the show, twenty-four. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Gordon Ramsay, you twenty-four hours. To hell and back. The mm-hmm. show <laughs> um, on Fox. Uh, this show is about Gordon Ramsay. It's Kitchen Nightmares, basically, with a new title. Only they bring this like only it's twenty four hours. Only it's twenty four hours yeah. to hell and back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
our podcast is about introducing uh, comedians to reality TV um, and using Nicole as our expert because you've seen how many Gordon Ramsay shows, Ugh. like episodes of Gordon Ramsay shows do you think you've seen? Oh, hundreds. I mean, I've watched uh, Hell's Kitchen. I watched 23 hours Kitchen. of Hell and Back. I watched <laughs> 22 nightmares. hours of Hell and Back. The prison one, the one where he goes to India. The prison the, one's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, he was on. The India one was kind of repetitive. It was, but it was it was basically maybe him, less up. I knew their food to, better. Yeah, that's true. It was true. just him eating Indian food and being like, like learning how to cook damn, Indian food and being like, "That's this great, is delicious." Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm not saying it's not good, but you Indian know, what? food. No, yes, it's good. But what I'm saying is the for people in the UK, try Mexican. Give it a try. It's pretty good. Give it a try. It's, it's pretty really good. all right. I don't know if you guys have had Mexican food. It's it's a bit of okay. It's oh, you like the best. You like lentils? I'm gonna introduce you to something called a pinto bean, and, and it is fucking boom. great. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You like bread where you sop things up? You ever heard of a chalupa? Oh yeah, absolutely. Really oh, samosas. Fine. You like those? They're because they're like mm-hmm, little fried mm-hmm, goodness. Mm-hmm. You know what else is good? Like. Pretty much everything that Mexican people or like South South American people make. Yeah, yeah. The it's and I'm told, Nicole. (laughs) Here's a note. I talked to somebody who worked at an empanada restaurant. Mm. You want to know the biggest faux pas? What empanada? I know. I'm from Chicago. Right. Fine. And I said this, and they were like, "It's empanada." I know. And I was like. My apologies to the empanada. My family. best friend, my best friend growing up uh, is Ecuadorian, and her mom. So would you make, pass. You no, I'm say just saying. No, her, I, her mom would make empanadas, and uh, like they were truly like the greatest thing. Of, like I was just like the first time I ate them, I was just like, oh my god, this is perfect. This is, is the this one of those food. things though where like people are like. Oh yeah, empanadas uh, don't actually traditionally have cheese in them. And then me, like no, asshole I American, I have to be like, yeah, you know what's pretty good in those is uh, cheese. I don't know, but uh, Maritza, my friend growing up, shout my, out to Mo- Maritza, Melinda, her mom Maritza made them for me, and she, uh, she put cheese in hers. She did put cheese. Yes, in she hers. did. Oh well, Maritza's always changed in the game, and they were quite good. They were very good. Um, so uh, <laughs> the episode really heats up. Speaking of speaking uh-huh. of um culinary excellence uh gordon ramsay is needs to enter this restaurant and make an assessment of not only the food but the decor um and the operation itself so he puts on old face makeup it's actually yeah. a good it's not bad i mean they do a, like they i have think like it's a plastic, good also like if whatever. you didn't know gordon ramsay was gonna be there like who could okay, tell but this is but what i want to talk know, about because this is similar what to is the bar situation? rescue but what is the situation like i assume if i had to, to guess um, often these shows will say like we're gonna do like a test shoot at your place, and they'll right. say like we're gonna do a, a test shoot of three different restaurants, and so and we're gonna bring a bunch of old timers in, and you guys need to make sure you do a good job. But there's obviously cameras there. There's obviously that that they're serving people because, and they're obviously bringing people. They gotta in. sign waivers. There's cameras, right? There, yeah. Like there's cameras there, so they must they know they're being filmed, but like they right. they do this whole thing. I don't where think Gordon they know Ramsay that is being is undercover. Right. I don't think they know that Gordon Ramsay's there. Obviously. I mean, that's what they say. That's my point. Okay. It's like they're being so, filmed. So do you I think w- they're saying like we're gonna do a test shoot? You serve to these customers. We're gonna interview them. We'll decide if you're gonna be on the show or not. Or what do you think is the situation? Because that's what I think is the situation. I think the situation is they're saying, we're going to test shoot. 
we're gonna I feel we're like gonna they bring applied a bunch of to be in. on like Kitchen Nightmares. Well, of course they applied, but that's what I'm saying. They're, and they're then like, like they were like, we have to test shoot it. Yeah, right. I think that's what. And it then is. they're like, surprise! It's Gordon Ramsay wearing old face. Yeah, and he pops out of a old person and says like, "You motherfucker!" No, <laughs> he turns into <laughs> Joe Pesci. Um, but but the so the old face makeup is effective in the sense that it's hard to tell who he looks like David Letterman basically. But there's a point where he's like on a rascal. It, there's a point. And they do a little montage of him on the rascal being like, how do you drive a rascal? Which I'm fine with. I mean, it was very, yeah. it was like was silly like, buddy, TV, whatever. I thought that was stupid because like, buddy, old people can drive those. Okay. They are not hard. Yeah. And like, okay. So another Gordon Ramsay show I watched was like hotel hell where like he would, he would go to a hotel and it was like, he went to, like, he would little, make like, people into beef jerky. Yeah, that's a motel hell reference. Oh, I thought it was like movie. an H.H. Holmes situation, but oh. but so, so like he comes and he's just like, "This is crazy" or whatever. But like his argument was like, "I want to see what it's actually like when they're not serving Gordon Ramsay, right?" Like so, mm. like but we have all as a all of us have watched all of Gordon Ramsay's shows. Yes, and so haven't we ever? <laughs> Like I've the, seen him like, at all the diver, diners. I've seen him at all the dives. <laughs> Stop it. I've seen him at the drives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but 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 what my point is is like, it seems like overkill to do this. Like, do yes. you think? Do you think it added to it's the show? Spectacle, yeah. But do you think it added to the show? No, I don't. I don't think so either. I'm trying to think. But the question you're asking is like, what do you like about the show? Well, I'm saying like, what I like about the show is him teaching people to cook. Yes, agree. And then him yelling at people. He's that's fun. Well, too. we like to yell at. We like seeing him yell, and then we like seeing him like, uh, like encourage somebody I like the and redemption like having story. Like the redemption yeah. story, right? But my point is whether or not he's like, this is me in old face, where they don't know they're serving me, or. Like Kitchen Nightmares where he's like, this is me and I'm still being served horrible food. Does it make a difference? Like, is it worth the comedic value, I guess, is my point. Because I don't no, think it not. is. I mean, and I don't know not. why. No. You know who doesn't need that? <laughs> Ryan, Guy Fieri's entire existence is like, is a costume. No, it is not. Not to him, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> He and his fellow Ed Hardy uh, patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite thing about Guy I Fieri, love people who spend money on expensive t-shirts yeah. that are not tasteful. Like Gary from Teen Mom, too. Yes. Where he's, he's like, like I he's made a lot of money. I'm going to buy flat brim Everything. hats that are entirely to Like, these hats are made of cardboard, and I will spend $190 on them. Now, I have a quick question. This is from a person who spends exorbitant amounts of money on shoes. I, you, I buy oh, yeah, expensive yeah, shoes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think I buy anything. I mean, I... You I, literally don't. You're I, one of the cheapest people I've ever met. But I do spend a lot of money on my nails. That's probably yes. what I spend money on. But um, I want to just say this. Excuse me, your art. <laughs> if only. I mean, whew, if only. Okay. Um, no, wait, wait. Before you say this. Yeah. Okay. No, say what you're going to say, and I want, then I want to go through the next sequence very quickly because I I think it's important to like to put get the sequence. The show, to no, the like show. to put the sequence in order. Okay, so what I wanted to say is that I think when we're, we're in the context of Guy Fieri versus Gordon Ramsay, 
I think that the thing is that like we get a redemption story, whereas Guy Fieri just gives us like like a aren't we glad to sit in the mud with each other? No. <laughs> Guy Fieri is America's redemption story. Guy Fieri is somebody who is kicked aside by society that said like you're a mm-hmm. you're hotel hospitality, you know, mm-hmm. blonde tips, that's out. That's not trendy anymore. You're, you, you look like Shrek or, you know, and then you look like the guy from Smash Mouth or, you know, yeah. you look like Uncle Cracker too. I honestly, and people, I do. And then all of a sudden everybody who's ever been yeah. down in the muck, he's the Joker. He's the original, the Joker. <laughs> guy Fieri is the oh, Joker. Oh, by the way, Guy Fieri loves the Joker movie. Oh, I will say though, totally. I will say though, like, one it's because they're the same person. One of my favorite things in the world is like when like actually like respectable like chefs have to like defer to guy fear i love that i love it it is fun that happens in comedy all the time so like um it does like all the time because comedians have a a self idea of themselves where they're like oh i think i'm usually comedians are insane people like i think it's like sports where it's like oh i think i'm the best player on the court you kind of have to be right yeah you you gotta be a little bit of crazy like whatever so you'll see this on like things like joe rogan or and stuff like that where they'll be like i'm certainly funnier than joe rogan where they'll try to dress him down and he's usually very like doesn't matter to him you know because he's so fucking famous super famous yeah Yeah. um so like so you're saying guy fieri is just like coming at me bro i think Guy Fieri is probably like I'm. I'm on the mountaintop and like ain't nobody knocking me off, you know. Yeah, and, I agree. and like he probably when people couch out of him and they maybe feel like ashamed about it or like on his show sometimes you'll see like uh, chefs who are accomplished in their scene yeah. or in their city being like yes Guy Fieri these are great tater tots or whatever yeah. and then Guy Fieri is like you know it brother these are <laughs> off the chain like he always <laughs> plays his part which yeah, oh, I yeah. love. Yeah, I think that like. You it's know called, what I just like about Guy Fieri? It's called show business. <laughs> he won't eat an egg. He won't do it? No, actually, yeah. I, I will say this. I said I dis- disliked it. I take it back. I respect it. See? You're coming around. Okay. okay so so I want to say this. Yeah, yeah, okay. In short on. sequence, after the yeah. uh, time when uh, Gordon Ramsay is in the yeah. old person makeup and he reveals himself. He stands yeah, up and yeah. he pulls he his like, face off like uh, a weird sort of makeup uh, moment that yeah. I felt like was comedically worth it. The it next thing that happens is immediately in front of all the people in the restaurant who are eating the food that yes. he just ate, yes. he plays a montage of like yes. disgusting food from that restaurant to them. I felt like, like, which I, was incredible. I don't, and they were all old people, right? Yes. And like, I don't necessarily like subscribe to the idea that like we always should, should like defer to old people because it's like, you guys you had your time in the sun yeah now it's time to get out of the sun well also it's like you guys guys didn't do all of the good things like you guys did some racist shit and all that so like let's not always defer to you so eat your mac and cheese but at the same time like to watch these old people like there was like literally parts where like guy or no guy god damn it where gordon ramsay was like leaning over to like the old lady he was like don't eat that but like there's an entire room of old people eating it and he was just like fine with that (laughs) yeah Uh, like they could have (laughs) like Hand up from him being like, don't eat another oyster to like 15 other yeah, senior just, citizens just horking him down. Just so I wrote down oysters. with the expired food montage that it was um, extremely cruel. And then the next thing I wrote was 
old people like shit food. <laughs> so like, true, it didn't true. matter. But I will say, um, um really that, quick, hold on. I want to say one thing. Uh, and, and this is probably part of the show, but like part of 24 hours to hell and back and kitchen nightmares and all of those, uh, are the moments where like he goes into the kitchen and he's like, this is disgusting. Look at this garbage. Like he like pulls like shit out. And there's always like a point where he just like dips his hand into like really gross, stuff. like really disgusting, like rancid fish or whatever. And it's just like, I, I hate watching it, but we need that. We need that in these shows. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, just to see another person <laughs> doing dishes. I, I enjoy that. Can you tell that Nicole doesn't do the dishes at her house from that comment? Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, the next thing that happens is that yep. a couple of the staff yep. members sort of indicate that they have. He starts to um, dress down the people who work there, management, yeah. um, Dubby and David. Dubby. He's like, you haven't been running this. You, you're messing around in your dad's shop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, I worked hard every day in my life. Dubby really gets very defensive. Um, but it turns out they haven't been paying some of the staff, which is very like... Harsh. Why are they there? Um, and then the next thing that happens is Gordon Ramsay, very like uh, verbally em- emasculates Dubby like in front of everyone, yeah. and like makes it very clear that he's a really big part of this problem, at least to the to the people viewing it, and to the people who are in front of him eating what he has told them is like poison <laughs> so um, you know there's like one old lady who's like i'm fine with that i'm just gonna i know eating. i'm gonna keep eating or and she at least was like what and it was in that eating. moment that i was like guy fieri never would have done that he would have never <laughs> walked into this establishment that's it's been a there different for show 100 years or 90 years or whatever and he wouldn't have embarrassed them that way because okay. their, their mom sh- is there too it's a right show. mother was some, there some... <laughs> you don't hey, do that in front of mother some this is like a it's an intervention sometimes you got it was you like gotta, an intervention you have to create you have to create a rock bottom but it came people. across as mean i didn't think so it, to me it read Ryan, they're they're feeding old people rancid fish they could literally kill someone but that's the thing if you're feeding old people you should be <laughs> teetering on that line of like what is the shittiest thing i can give them it's like feeding you know dogs or children i want to say this one thing (laughs) often when i watch these shows like bar rescue and like whatever i think who are these people that are at this place like where is their life they're like at this place and then i remember we frequented two bars that have been bar rescued. Yeah, so it's just like you one just... of them is bulldozed to the ground. <laughs> I have performed Burned in to the ground. Uh, I think <laughs> I think the number of, it, of but... bars that I performed in performed comedy in that were bar rescued was like four. Yeah, or something so, crazy. Like, it just becomes a part of your day, and like you just have to trust people. Yeah, and it's so, hard like, to get it, out of your it's, routine. It's like fine to just say like these people need Gordon. <laughs> to save them this is more of a community like <laughs> measure like he's the health code inspector for yeah. old people yeah yeah yeah. this is why yeah. we need stronger yeah. like this is the message for um this like is what big bernie, government this, this is, is like bernie big gov- sanders yeah. should run out <laughs> yes exactly but that's what i'm saying though like i think that uh guy fieri is more like bernie sanders and a Gordon- bernie a bernie fieri <laughs> ticket is what we need <laughs> like if you rolled into town and it was like no, but I will say like it, oh it was God, like I'm Bernie so Sanders sorry. and Excuse Gordon me. Ramsay, and Bernie was like, "We're gonna send him into every restaurant, and he's gonna come out and make sure that clam chowder doesn't I'd make you so sick." Ha- I'd be so happy. Yeah, you'd be, I'd be, I'd be so be happy. Pleased with that. Yeah. And then Gordon would be like, 
You guys are eating so much fucking garbage. <laughs> well, can he, wait, he can't be vice president though. Yeah. he's British, but yeah, I don't think Guy Fieri has the the stones to go also, into Also, like, and be get, I just want to throw this up there. Lisa Vanderpump should be in the administration somehow. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. So, okay. Yeah. So the next thing that happens is um, it's it's time to like turn it around. Um, so they start to they everybody out, you know. Then they close down the restaurant. They clean it. They they do Wait, this like I they talk go about through this the cleaning situation. Right. So they go through the kitchen, um, the freezer, uh, the yeah. seafood freezer, and it's all like horrible. They're like, "This is garbage." And everybody who like mm-hmm. has met the people they introduced us to were like, "Yeah, you expected these people to like navigate the complicated nature no, of ordering and, and, food okay. and, and, and seafood or whatever." I get the idea of, like, food being left in the freezer. I get it. Like, if, if there's no good management. I get the idea of, like, like uh, Gordon Ramsay throws an a-, a rotted apple at Dubby. That was really fun. It's a real moment. I loved when Gordon. This. I loved it. Because it's And then Dubby has him. to leave. He, like, he, like. You know how bad that smelled, too, right? Like, it was just, like, it was just that, like, sour, almost alcohol-y smelling. I mean, like, again, I do our dishes. So, like, <laughs> I've smelled all these smells before. <laughs> No, but there's like a point like where we're we're like he pulled like go I'm sorry just go ahead but just I like I just feel like I need to express like the like visceral nature of these shows when they show the gross food is like for me like I don't know why but that's like the moment for me I'm like you know what I'm on Gordon Ramsay's side like these donkeys they're just leaving this garbage food <laughs> yeah no I, I I agree with that and I think uh. One of I don't know if he was a guest, but one of the people that uh, the guy who does our theme song, Joe Murphy, mm-hmm. has talked about this. Why Gordon Ramsay is one of his favorites. Oh, what is it that he like can get into the narrative of people who don't take care of the food that's in the yeah. house and stuff like that? I mean, which I find hilarious because you do not clean out the fridge. This is what this all but I podcast has been leading up to. I'll say this: I don't eat leftovers. It's true. Nicole doesn't eat leftovers. I want to. I know that the it, the environment is important, but I cannot trust myself on leftovers because <laughs> they might be disgusting. <laughs> that is beyond the pale. We've I've worked on you. You you're, I'm getting you, better. I'm you'll getting repurpose better. chicken salad and stuff like that. We've 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 gotten there. You've gotten better I'm since we've better. been married. Um, you know who could get me better, even more better? Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. <laughs> He, he could take you to flavor time yeah um so gordon throws an apple gordon shows them um shows the old people like that they shouldn't be eating this food he like comes back out he's like this is what they were feeding you and the old people are like still there which is weird they're gonna just keep eating um dubby I- has a little speech about how he loves his daddy and then um so like the next thing that happens or like i, I, I want to give like some context to what what the end of the episode yes, is please. um they teach the members of the staff how to cook Gordon Ramsay's menu. And you would think that like we're bringing in Gordon Ramsay, world renowned chef, Michelin starred chef guy who looks like Donald J. Trump. And, Stop it. He does not. And, um, he teaches the just, staff, staff okay. how to cook. Um, here are the things that he teaches them how to cook. Yeah. Uh, a piece of fish, yeah, that's a yeah standard. A baked potato. Sure, you gotta have that. And chicken with gravy on it. 
Okay, I want to I want to stop you because I think this was of, maybe my biggest problem okay, with with but, uh, Gordon Ramsay. But you have to remember what he's starting with. He's starting with people who are yeah. Not, I mean, their clientele is like we we just want no. Eat I'm saying garbage. the chef, but I will say this: one of the things that Gordon Ramsay I think is really good at, and I'm going to get serious now. I'm being very serious. One of the things I think he's like good at is like he looks at a chef and he's like. If you're willing to try, I can help you. And he will be like, if you're passionate, like he'll be like, you can do this. And like the people, like yes, does he fire a chef at some point during this show? Yes, he does. Not that, really. The, the guy, guy like walks like, off the guy on was his like, own. I can't do this. And he's yeah. like, okay, cool, cool. cool. I felt like that was but sad. It, but if someone that is, guy's probably working there now. I know. But They're if like, someone, just hold, but if someone is willing to work hard and try, like I feel like Gordon Ramsay's willing to help them. And like I think that's one of the sweet parts of these. Of the of the like kitchen nightmares, twenty four hours of hell and back style shows is that Gordon Ramsay is always willing to like help people who are willing to try. It's the people who are just like I can't work, I can't do this, blah blah. That he's just like you're a donkey and moves on. But I think like there is like a right. really sweet aspect of the show where he's like you can do this to like chefs and like they they like have a sense of like empowerment, right? No, my. <laughs> Am I reading too much of this? I agree with what you're saying that like he is a person who can teach them how to be a more effective restaurant because he's a very successful restaurateur. And there's something to that where yeah. he shows um, people how to save an establishment that might be important to them, important to their history, important I'm to saying their he has region a special, even. But I'm saying he's a special soft spot in his heart for like cooks who are willing to try. Like they may not be chefs. They may not be like super, like at the level probably because he's but, dealt like, with so many shitheads probably but like i think like he that's something that he does well is like say like if you're willing to try if you can do this like but he also like recognizes like you're not you're not going to be able to do i, I'm just I know saying, but like I think for he's, me i would rather to try he's willing to help you i, I would think. rather see somebody who like that's the problem though is like you need to find be able to find the good in all people and he does ultimately on some of his shows yeah have to extricate people from these situations yeah. um as opposed to like i don't know say another person who might just show up and celebrate an institution <laughs> for its merits and it's those places are let's successful. say that person is visiting a diner those places a are successful drive-in <laughs> or a dive hey i just want to say this you show me a guy fieri d triple d episode where he's actually been on a driver's diet driver's a drive-in drive-in he's been to drive-ins for sure i've seen him at lately and you, i'll he goes to diners I'll challenge you on this. Yeah. Plenty of them. <laughs> Plenty of them. He's at all kinds of okay, them. Okay. Let's, let's just finish. Let's round this up anyway, here. It's not a drive-in. It's a dive. I'll tell you. Right now. You think you're going to get sushi and a bowling alley? <laughs> I'm in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> um, so they rehab the whole restaurant and they redo the whole thing. Um, we don't have to see it, which I love. Somebody probably got cut out production-wise. I bet they did have that feature. It was probably filmed, but they removed they it. They used to do it in like his. Uh, and I thought the most in the earlier seasons of this. Yes, but I think that people just don't care. I like, don't I care really, either. Yeah, I just don't think. They Sorry, care. Bobby Burke. But they uh, then they reveal this restaurant. People, everybody comes back and they um, do this this sort of like soft open or whatever. And the old guy can't hack it, and on, in the kitchen, the and the, unfortunately, the cook, yeah. he kind of like walks off, and yeah. they make W be like, 
kick the guy while he's down, which is very awkward. <laughs> and then the weirdest part I thought of the whole episode was the part where Gordon Ramsay interacts with the parents, like the um, people who opened the restaurant initially. Well, again, it was not the initial. It was so the Debbie's grandparents. Daddy yeah, so the Sharon. grandparents opened it, but right. his parents. I mean, again, his dad was like the strangers with candy dad. Like he was just like, I, yeah, he was kind of in, infirm in yeah, some way. So I, I, I'm trying I to be polite. I know that was rude. I'm sorry. Right. But like, I don't know that like he was able to con- he seemed to handle himself okay yeah i just don't know that he was able to but, like, but at the very least i, I don't think he was able to, to like express how he felt about it right but the mom was very pleased to yes be there. it seemed odd though that that gordon ramsey was like let's see if your sons can keep this up it was it was very like you guys did a great job make, making this restaurant your kids had been fucking it up for a while and like we'll see oh, oh I, th- I thought that was I, rude i took it as like a very like dr phil like don't give dr them, phil would, would like don't give them any more money Do- like dr phil has the right to do that because he's dr phil <laughs> gordon ramsay is not one of them he's not a southern no i mean i've seen like, him say dr. Phil like is one of the few people with the southern sort of like charm uh to pull off that sort of difficult conversation while when they asked like Southern, oh, so I'm sure they saying... had to film a lot of Southern people who were like, I like the crab cakes. I know they taste like dog shit, but I like them. So you're saying like you felt like uh, like the, the Southern folk did, wouldn't have understood the like subtlety of Gordon Rams. Like they would have just considered like, like Dr. Phil would have been like, cause Dr. Phil's pretty No, it's forward. just different types of subtlety. Okay. I don't want to say that, okay. that Southern people don't have subtlety. Cause to me, like, like Southern people are like, have some of the most, uh, they're like the very, like the uh, most subtlety yeah. in, in terms of com- like bless, bless, like bless her heart. Yeah. Or bless, bless his her heart, heart. Like that type of thing. See, I, think, I took it as that. I took it as very much like a, like a don't continue to don't tread on me. <laughs> No, like I took it as very much like a don't continue to give these people money. Like, like, yeah, like maybe. let them let them live or let them. Die. I just feel like it was weird. Um, then they left, and Dubby uh, and David sort of said their piece, and Gordon sort of had saved the day, and he gets his little moment to say to the. Oh camp. yeah, he always has like a monologue He's like, at the end. We gave them a chance. We're gonna see what happens. We'll visit them back in six months, and then they do a cutaway to yeah. these guys six months from there, and then they're like. And it's Dubby, the guy that, like, here's this guy who goes by Dubby, which sounds like dummy. It sounds like dummy (laughs) when you say it. It looks like the name Dummy. Yeah, you're right. And then um, it's him who Mm -hmm. Gordon Ramsay helped him save this restaurant. But on this episode that we just watched that he was on, it's Gordon Ramsay being like, you don't work hard, you're stupid, and you've ruined your parents' legacy (laughs) right in front of his parents and all of their friends. And then... They're like, fine, everybody out. And then behind the scenes, on camera, they're like, also, your brother sucks, and he's a piece of shit. And also, you're such pieces of shit that you should leave. And if you're going to stay, you need to apologize to fucking everybody. I mean, I guess I didn't, I don't feel like they were that strong. And then they're like, smash (laughs) cut to like him being like, you embarrassed your dad, and you fucking, like, he's you're, you're like pissing maybe, on his grave. And then they're like, maybe like, you read a little bit into this. Like, then no they're like, smash cut the to Dubby being the like, dad was a lot. And then they, then Gordon Ramsay throws garbage at him and is like, you're fucking garbage. <laughs> no, and I then they, okay. and then they smash cut to Dubby yeah. being like, Hey, it's three months later. We're doing great. Yeah. Uh, I got an apple for Gordon. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's my dad's and you can have it. 
Like okay, I do think that you. It's very like, odd. I do think that you, like. Dubby's a pussy and a sellout. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I do feel like and you Guy Fieri would never have treated him like that. <laughs> he went the wrong way. He should have tried to get on. But Guy Fieri, but, but Guy Fieri would like if he had. He would have never gone there because the food's not good. The point of Triple D is like well, it's it did a. Gar- seem like, like those crab no, cakes were out of bounds. But, here's, but, <laughs> but this is the argument I make about the show all the time. Is like that, like, um, with these shows where they're like, where they're like, uh, we have to redo the restaurant. It's like no one would care what the restaurant looks like if the food was good. Like we've all been to places that are quote unquote dives. Where, like, the food is just super good. Like, so you don't care if you're sitting on, like, a fucking, uh, like, a gar... Like, if the, the if the restaurant looks shitty and the food is good, you don't care. Right. The point is, like, the reason that they redo the restaurant is because they want, like, a fresh look where people think, oh, this is a new restaurant because that old and restaurant was shitty. And they sort of repurpose shitty. the old recipes. Yeah. That's that's true. But, right. But, like, what, I'm, what you're saying is, like, Guy Fieri will go into a dive, a shitty restaurant, but the food is good. That's the point. What this is is the food isn't good, and that's, yeah, that's I mean, the mo- biggest problem. Mostly, I would say like the thing the the title I would argue the most with on Diner Star Drive-ins and Dives is like he rarely goes into a dive. Rarely is it a dive, like a place where it's like it's a piece of shit restaurant. I'd say but he, their does, food he is very good. rarely goes into a drive-in. What is a drive-in? Drive-ins are just like few and far between, but along old Route sixty six. <laughs> You're going to see him, Nicole. I don't know how this turned into you defending Guy Fieri, but that's, that's what every turned, episode yeah, I know, of this I know. show from okay. here on out. So we're hitting time here. So um, you will actually watch more uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay 24 Ramsey Hours to shows, Hell and Back. But uh, if it were Gordon Ramsay, all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> if it weren't for me, would you watch more of the show? Uh, no. Because I don't like the parts of the show that are like the opposite of Diners, Drivers, and Dives. That are it's like a different show. I don't the like the confr- I don't like confrontational. I don't know reality. how to explain to you that the food is bad on the show. That's the difference. The main difference is the food is bad. But you know as well as I do that I will go to restaurants that are objectively bad. Yeah. And probably tell you that they're good. Yeah. Because I just like food. Well, <laughs> I'm more Guy Fieri than Gordon Ramsay, and you are more Gordon Ramsay than Guy Fieri. And here's the thing. You know what Gordon Ramsay is? He's too picky. Mm. I will say I don't understand his love for Beef Wellington. It just looks like garbage covered in yeah. covered in mustard. Beef Wellington? I don't know. I haven't like had favorite. it in enough to I've tell. never had it in my entire life, so I guess I should. Okay, that's great. Certainly won't be eating the leftovers. I'm just saying, like a beef covered, a beef covered in mustard, in bread, covered in mustard, covered you don't in really bread. Taste it's not the from, mustard. You, oh, there's no way you can't. Mustard is a very strong flavor. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have anything to plug? Um, my show in Milwaukee, Deep Space, will be coming to the Laughing Tap on the 23rd. Yay. It's the week of my birthday. It is oh, my favorite dang. show in the world. Um, so I'm very excited for that. Um, I'll be at Can TV Chicago on January 27th, which is in uh, it's it's a show for public access access Chicago um, with my buddy Mars Tims, who I love. Um, so I'm very excited for that. It's a really good lineup. Cool. And if you're interested in going to that, you should look up Can TV Chicago on Facebook, but because it, it's like a filmed show in front of a live audience. Cool. Oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. 
It'll be on TV eventually too. Check so. us out on Twitter at to underscore pod and on Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. Please uh, rate us wherever you're yep. downloading. Follow, this. rate, listen, tell a friend, tell a uh, fucking friend. Check out my uh, blog on Ryan's website. Do you have a new one coming up? Are you uh, working I have, on anything? I'm working on something. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But check it out. <laughs> Yes, she's got a great I'm blog nothing, about I'm like nothing. the history of um, we're, we're we just passed the um, the decade mark with the 2010s to the 2020s. Um, so Nicole did a great recap of I some of the I'm reality a... moments of the 2010s. No, so it's a it's the the best um, of right? the best premieres of the last decade. Mm. I am working on uh, the best premieres of this year, not necessarily new shows, but like the best premieres so far. Okay. So. Um, uh, that sounds all well and good. We'll look forward to that. And we will catch you next time on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Stop it. Thank you. <laughs>